The following podcast has been rated M for Mexican and recorded live for your audio pleasure. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters. I am your host, Zamaxicon. Um, welcome to the first episode of April. And we are, uh, a lot of people think we're, we have entered what is called, uh, Sprinter, is that what I'm gathering from all these memes and uh, messages and news feeds? It, it, it's basically spring and winter. Well, um, let me start off by saying that uh, I don't think that is correct because that would imply that we've had some spring light weather in our barely, you know, five days of April. Because thus far we've had two snows, one uh, terrible rain that led to tornado watches and warnings, with some mixed uh, 47 to 60 degree weather. I don't necessarily call that spring Okay, but hey, it is technically spring. Those who are calling it winter number seventy-seven, I'm like, it's not even funny, guys. Really, you you sound retarded naming winters, aka seasons, after each snowfall. Winter is a season; it's around three months. And guess what? You could have multiple snows within winter. Does not make, you know, each one its own season. Now, you could say multiple days of a season. That's all right. Moving on. As you know, Mexi has started his uh, new uh, firm. At his new firm. And... I will say, I like how it's low-key, but I do miss my office. And I have noticed in barely a few moments of doing what I do best. That... um, there are some shady things going on at this firm as well. Which leads me to believe are all attorneys shady? Do all firms do shady things? It's funny how the one firm who is bigger as far as, you know, the 
my new employer refers to it as the Evil Empire. The one firm that is bigger and better at doing personal injury. As to lawsuits against them, for things that are legit, concerning, and ethically wrong, of which both I now have full proof of. But, I mean, they are in trouble, but because of the evilness and the grandeur of the Empire, and the fact that people are very good at doing CYA, aka covering their ass, who knows what's going to result from that. But the smaller empire doing the same kind of work is doing other stuff that I I personally think is shadier in some ways than the evil empire but hey well Mixie it's morally wrong. It's ethically wrong. What are you going to do? Blah, blah, blah. You... Well, I'm more concerned with the fact that they finally explained to me that they want me to clean up the nonsense because my attorney is no nonsense and he basically fired his entire staff that was doing nothing and hired a bunch of new people to basically clean up these files and he wants me to come in and swoop and and fix stuff for 2016. I mean, I'm good at it when I have the support. And that's the thing, like, the compartmentalize does create issues if the people who are helping you compartmentalize are idiots. But they're still doing it and hopefully they create and do the nonsense, the nonsensical portion. So, like, the stuff that you just don't want to do, like creating authorizations and all that, I had minions that would do that for me, and then I would just double-check the work. And if it was wrong, I would fix it and then get pissed. Now, I have to do it from scratch, so it takes longer. So, you expect me to clean up files from 2016. Statues running on these files... Now I'm not gonna get a new case anytime soon, and I'm working with 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 a new a new batch of idiots that I literally have just proved each one is basically not doing what they're supposed to be doing to some degree, to some level, and it's it's basically a lot of getting used to new stuff too. Also, I still don't have my own uh, big desk because they don't know where I'm going to put me. There's not enough room. They got to move stuff around. That that just, uh, no. But hey, they are paying me more. So, as I, I was about to say, I would prefer... I would prefer to be 
the top dog in a little pond and be recognized for that and help possibly change things within a firm than being the top dog at a bigger pond that doesn't get recognized for being the top dog and constantly gets scrutinized and not rewarded for doing all the work that he does. Let's move on. Speaking of people who don't know what they're doing. But but before we move on, let's give a shout out to one of our sponsors. I do want to also mention that Mexi just switched insurances. And it's no longer progressive. Um, that um, was... A well-calculated plan devised by my agent, Mr. Ramo. And like I said, if you use the promo code MEXI, and I've said this multiple times, and give him a call, he will hook you up with, you know, a better deal as far as car insurance is concerned. And going through American National, which is what I ended up doing. Uh, switching officially to American National. Uh, getting lower monthly payments and adding life insurance just give him a call you know the number vote for Ramo American National use the promo code Mexi they'll hook you up make sure you, you're fully covered and he's a problem solver I had a question about something they did answers within not even 12 hours turnaround is great Vote for Ramo and use the promo code Mexi at American National. Now, as I was saying, speaking of changes and idiots, a lot of. I'm getting a lot of messages, and I usually get these a lot when this kind of, you know, season is upon us. Uh, it is voting season in Mexico, and also we are being reminded to register to vote. Uh, the deadline is, I believe, April 9th, so that'll be next Monday, to vote. And uh, basically, you're seeing all these ads, messages, reminders social on social media, email, TV. I get messages from people I I know or family members. One that I recently saw from a family member in Mexico. It's like, oh, please vote. Not voting is devastating because if you don't vote and the official pays off 20 votes and only 40 of you go out to vote, 
but he's won 50% of the votes. If 200 of you go out, well then, his percentage has lowered. No shit, Sherlock. But let me explain something to you. Do you think the person who is buying these votes does not <coughs> keep track of how many people are voting? So if he sees that only 40 so far have gone out, he doesn't need to pay more or he's got to pay 50%. But if he sees that 200 are going out, don't you think he's going to pay off more votes? Yeah. Now, let me let me... Let's get one thing clear. I I am very anti-voting when it comes to the Mexican government. I have never voted in Mexican elections. And I'm a Mexican citizen. Because, and I can, I've lived abroad, so I can always mail in my vote. But no. And now that I'm here, fuck no. Because there's no point. The person who buys the most votes will win. And nothing will ever will ever change anyways. So what's the point? Just like these recent elections here in the US. Most people don't know where they talk to me. Because unlike other people, I don't go out, you know, promoting uh oh I voted for Trump. Because I'm pro-conservative, I'm pro-Republican, uh, I'm pro-Trump. No. The only reason I voted for Trump is because I read a vote for an asshole, a lying asshole, than a lying, a lying bitch that's going to leave you for dead in the middle of the desert. They're both basically liars. I just voted for the one who entertained me the most. And he has. For these politicians and people... Making fun of him, all the comedians making fun of him, Twitter. I mean, and, and what has he done? Nothing. They're not letting him do anything. Nothing will be done. People marching. For what? Nothing has changed. Nothing will change. Kids marching against guns, motherfuckers. You guys can't even, like, Comprehend that Google isn't always right, and you want to go march because oh my God, shootings are happening in school. It's it's not his fault. People marching like oh, women's life matter, Black lives matter. Your daily routine has not changed. Like I said, I've said it multiple times before. Whether or not voting for Trump happened. Or he was elected. My daily routine has barely changed. Let me explain something to you. I still go eat my bagels. It was not him that made me switch firms. It was not him that made me run marathons in the desert. It was certainly not him that made me... Um, you know, choose to uh, be with Tara. 
So the changes that are happening in my daily life, I have control over them. And I'm tired of seeing these memes too, or all these suggestions that, oh, in 2020, uh, Michelle Obama's going to run, and I'm pro-Michelle Obama, I'm pro-Bernie. I will say this, Bernie's ideas were the best, but it was never going to happen because the mo- everything's controlled by the capitalism and the money makers that they're not going to lose money. That's not going to happen. And then everybody who's sitting there behind Michelle Obama, the woman. Okay. Everybody would love to see the first female president. I get that. But when you had somebody as qualified as Hillary Clinton, who lost to a no one, who had no experience, a Donald Trump, I'm sorry, but when that happens, it leads me to believe that no matter who the woman is that's running for president, they will not win. So Michelle Obama is probably not going to win. No matter who she's running against. Probably going to be The Rock. We all know I'm voting for The Rock. Yeah. That's that's the sad truth. Speaking of votes. Um, speaking of votes. Uh, tomorrow, the board of a particular game that I play, and I've played for three seasons we won't you know we promise we won't say any names or talk about anything too descriptive is voting on whether or not the name change will happen we all know how that's going to end up i for one have said multiple times that i'm pro the change and support the board um but it's funny how every time people lose elections, the particular person, be it politician, board member, whoever it is, is always the first one to complain or not understand any kind of changes that happen with the new administration. Um, I don't understand how upon deciding the particular board decided that a team app would be beneficial and it has reminders come in I turn them off look at them great whatever have you it's funny how the particular possible members that ran and lost in the elections are the only ones who can't figure out how to do things under the new administration and the new way ways of doing things. Let me explain something to you. And this happens across many social media outlets. If you get a notification for something, that notification is usually sent on a particular date and time. Sometimes it says the date and time. And it reminds you of a possible event that occurs or will occur in the near future. I myself 
am not very fond of the notifications that come from Facebook, for example, of you have an event coming up a week, full week before the event is actually coming up. You know, see, Facebook does it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Snapchat does it or Instagram. I don't think Twitter does it. So I don't think you can create an event on Twitter. But anyways, um, yeah. But the event reminder does not mean that the event is taking place on that particular day when the reminder gets sent. So if you're flat out voicing this nonsense and basically implying to me that you don't know the difference between March 31st and April 14th or May 5th and September 20th, you, I believe, you would have made a terrible uh, administrator, member, board member, or whatever you were trying to do. That's just me. So, that's that's how I view it. Again, not to name any names, not to be specific, because I can't. And before we continue, let's, let's remind our, our listeners that using the same promo codes, Mexi, you can get your free massage and a free upgrade when you go to Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa. Mexi goes to one in Dublin. He has an appointment this Saturday. You know, it's WrestleMania weekend. Mexi's got to feel nice, feel relaxed. Use the promo code. Let them know Mexi sent you. And you'll get your discount. Same thing with, uh, you know, Super Studios. Just give them a call. Tell Super Mexi sent you. Use the promo code. And you will be all set getting your discounts when it comes to yoga classes, running classes, hot yoga, whatever have you, you know, give them a call. Very simple. 253-272-0700. Oh, and I almost forgot. How could I forget? The Hannon Stone phone number, 614-547-3664. Give them a call too. Same promo code. Makes you work out. Saves you money. On relaxation, you you can have it both ways. Do both. Mexi does it. Why can't you? Now, let's move on to the nitty gritty part of the um, the show, the part that we don't always want to make sure we advertise, but it's more like the bonus track on a CD, because heaven forbid. We piss people off with what we say. So, if you all remember, people weren't happy when episode 141 went up. Because how dare I discuss gun control and the gunning of two officers. Well, thanks to Mexi's Anonymous sources that work in the Westerville area. A good journalist does not reveal his sources, so I will not reveal my source. But I had my source go snoop around because my source happens to work for a particular government entity that is able to 
do some research into this matter. It turns out that one of the particular officers was basically a man whore, had two wives, and the daughter of his first marriage was not even allowed, thanks to the new wife, to come to her dad's funeral. Because the new wife is a bitch and wanted to control all the winnings, so to speak. There were being all the donations that were being given out for said officer due to what happened. And it was also brought to my attention by my anonymous source that this particular officer had a history himself of being a dick, being an ass to both his wives and also uh, in general. So, huh, interesting. Yet none of that mentioned in the media. None of that mentioned, you know, probably not even mentioned at his funeral. And here we are donating to the cause. Now again, shooting down officers is never a good thing. And I don't like to make, you know, any kind of contribution to anything without fully knowing the facts. So, basically what I was upset about back on, you know, seven episodes ago, seven weeks ago, mind you, is people asking me for money at my local fucking Kroger for... Something that you are already, well, asking me for money for a bracelet or something insignificant that doesn't cost $5. You're asking me to pay way over what a bracelet would cost for a cause that I don't know the full facts and I'm pretty sure I don't agree with how things went down. Mike Kroger's already overcharging me for tuna and avocados and other things I need. How about you just take the extra that you're charging me compared to other stores and just do the donation that way? I would also like to point out that people were upset because I said that officers trained in, you know, the art of firing a gun through the academy or whatever means should be more trained or more aware than a civilian who has a weapon and has a history of domestic abuse and violence. My anonymous source was also able to confirm for me that three officers were there 
One was taking care of the woman that was crying because the baby was still inside. And first officer walked in, got shot in the head. Second officer walked in, got shot in the neck, and that's why they passed away. Now, they were wearing body armor, which, okay, all right, they're wearing their armor, great. But, somehow, that did not help. My thing is, and as I said before, how do you let that happen? Like... I mean, and mind you, I just recently watched, again, on because it's on Netflix, the movie The Negotiator, one of my favorite Sam Jackson movies, and Kevin Spacey. And I'm pretty sure in a situation where a baby is in the house, and this guy is shooting people, you barge in, but you don't all go in the same way. Like, I mean, there's, there's got to be some kind of tactical approach going on here. My anonymous source was able to confirm that the person in question, the officer, I'm like, well, which of the two officers was it? And, um, well, they were like, well, it's, uh, officer so-and-so. And I'm like, I can't, I don't even remember their names. One's a whitey whitey and the other one looks Mexican. Which one of the two? The whitey-whitey one. I'm like, oh, so that's the asshole. Okay, he's the one that got shot in the head. Oh, okay. So, he's the one that walked in, and then the other guy walked in, and they both got shot. And the third officer, where was he? Well, he was consoling, you know, the female. And nobody called for backup. Like, I'm confused as to how I'm still, like... Again, I sent out my anonymous source back out for more information because I still don't understand how this comes about. Like, the media is not forthcoming with the information. Police departments that I've reached out to are not forthcoming with this information. I would like to know. It is sad that I have to find out through other means what exactly went down. Because, again, I would assume some kind of tactical maneuvering would happen if there's three of you you know have one go to the door and the others come in from the back I mean call in special tactical officers I mean I I mean I don't know I don't, I don't want to say call SWAT because I mean that would be a little bit too much but again why not? We have a scenario where... I mean, I don't know. He had a gun. Clearly, two people were in, in under duress. For all I know, he could have taken them hostage. That's what I need explanations on, ladies and gentlemen. It is not that hard to question. Somebody told me one of the messages I got, and I apologize because we will not be able to get to our Q&A this week. I did know I did promise a Q&A, back-to-back Q&As, but we'll have to wait for next week. 
it is not it is funny to me how April Fools is the only day where people actually question everything they they read or hear in social media you know on TV on Twitter wherever have you cuz i believe one uh, one of the ones was uh uh, um, Anthony Davis from the uh, the Pelicans shaved his unibrow. Ha ha! April Fools. Really? One, he should probably do that. Let's get that over with. Number two, who cares? Number three, yeah. Oh, oh April Fools. Great. But that's the only time you question anything you read when it's on April Fools Day. No, 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 no. Mexi questions everything he reads and hears about. Because you never know. It could be talked about on the podcast. Hmm. Anywho. With that being said. Let's move on. Shall we? We don't want to piss people off longer than we have to. Another thing I don't miss. Is the traffic. My new firm actually has two offices. One that is literally two minutes away from me in up by Cleveland Avenue, and the other one on the west side, which is technically the main office. Well, the difference between the two is basically one is the pre lit, the other one is lit. So, since I mainly focus on pre litigation, I literally have to drive from Westerville Road. All the way down to West Broad, West Broad, basically West Broad area by the casino <clears throat> to go to work now. On the way home, I've devised that taking just 670, 70 to 670 to 270 north is the quickest way to get home. But I have to wait until close to 6 p.m. to assure that there is no traffic. And it's about a 15-minute drive home. On the way there, however, since I like to have my bagels and they're in Dublin, I'm back to the same scenario as before when I was living in Dublin, having to go get my bagels before going to work. But now the problem is, if I go get my bagels, they're off of Sawmill Road, and then from there I have to basically... Maneuver my way down to the casino. We all know that taking the freeway at that point is just going to be a mess. So I still don't know what the quickest route is. It just varies. And it is a pain in the butt because more often than not, I get there right on time. So I don't know what to do. I'm not entirely sure how to proceed. We will have to figure that out. I will say that the 45 minutes to an hour going to work does allow for podcasting time, which, hey, what do you think we're doing right now? What I also would like to point out is that with with traffic, just like any other city, I don't understand how if you know it's going to rain or snow, just like we said, Sprinter, whatever that nonsense people are calling it. Why do people not plan accordingly? 
Like, why are people planning last minute? Like, I don't get it. I don't understand how people are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Like, if you know it's going to snow, because guess what? Social media will tell you, the weather app will tell you, the TV will tell you. How are you going to plan accordingly? I, for example, know that if it's going to be pouring ass rain or snowing, and there's ice on the ground, that I need to plan more time because Samantha needs new shoes, and I still haven't bought her new shoes, so I would like to not hydroplane to my death. Therefore... I allow myself more time. It's not that hard. People should do that too. Or what I could do now, and that's the problem, is I have to leave before 7 to get to work before 8. If I leave at 7 or after, I risk being late. Now, on the flip side of things, I could just... Not go to get my bagels anymore. And just make my own breakfast. Which was what I was doing during Lent. But then that would make me want to sleep more. And leave at 7. And I've yet to test the theory of leaving after 7. And going straight down to 70 to 670. You know to work that way. Because it was if it's the fastest route on the way home. It sounds like it would be the fastest route. To work. But I don't know. I haven't tested that. I might test that tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see how things go. That's basically how we're going to roll with that. We'll see. We'll have to figure it out. So far, I've noticed that coming from my bagel place, it is better to not take the freeway than to take the freeway. But then again, I have multiple options. But each one has neighborhood traffic and potential school buses. That are a pain in the butt to deal with. So we'll have to figure out what the quickest route is there. Well, that is all we have for you for this episode. Don't get too mad. We all knew you all knew what you were you were doing when listening to this. Go ahead and subscribe to the episodes and the podcast. The podcast. Rate us. Rate us on iTunes. All the episodes on... Well, most of the episodes on iTunes. All the episodes on SoundCloud. You all know that. As always, social media. Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, Facebook. Shoot us up. Hit us some, um, give us comments, concerns, questions, messages. I promise next week we will have the Q&A that we were supposed to have today. And we will discuss WrestleMania weekend, which is this weekend. April 8th, WrestleMania. Um, if anybody wants to join, Mexi, for the first time, is hosting a WrestleMania watch party. Uh, we have it every year. So Sunday will be a great day. Uh, we will start with brunch and then watch WrestleMania matches and then watch the actual event. Hit me up if you want to attend. WrestleMania will be airing live at Mexi's house. That is it. As always, you all know, you want to get stuff done, whether it's a Mexican, there is always a way. 
Until next time, my friends. See ya.